Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hello again, everyone, and thank you again for joining us on Clean Break, the podcast. I'm Darren Jablog, and joining me, as always, is my most awesome co-host, Tina Murray. How are you, Tina? <laughs> Tina's trying to keep it together. <laughs> I'm great. Thanks, Darren. Good. Okay. Well, we're going to carry on today. We've been doing a little bit of uh, having some fun with some yeah. technology. Yeah. Uh, and we're getting used to some things. We, we're, we're actually live right now, like we are yeah. going to try to do for every episode, which yeah. is fantastic. Um, but we've got uh, some amazing guests that are back on the show sure for do. a second episode. Yes. Who, who do we got? So we have Jake Purdy and Zelina Vanderleiden. Yes, that's right. I, <laughs> yes. I didn't even look at notes for that one. <laughs> and they're from Divorce Management? Yeah, they're from a company called Divorce Management. They started it and they have recently received their designation in, as certified divorce coaches. So welcome again to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. yeah. So on our last show, we talked about lots of things, you know, specifically about what a divorce coach does and, and how to help in the, the process. Mm-hmm. But you also talked about some the three, six biggest mistakes that people make in a divorce. So let's recap really quickly, just sort of the title of the first three, and then we'll we'll dive into the next one. Right next ones. It. Yeah, sure. For, I'll let Selena, well, I'll let <laughs> Selena will do the summary of the first three. It's based on a book by Peggy and Randall Cooper. They are the founders of the CDC, the Certified Divorce Coach Program in the U.S. And the reason we brought it up today is to, you know, bring awareness to these issues. And as coaches, we're aware of these. Clients often aren't. And our role is to facilitate their um, work towards understanding these and when yeah. to look for them. So, and even for other professionals in the in the divorce field, like other professionals that help people through the divorce process, it's good that people are aware of these mistakes, right? Like mm-hmm. to identify, like oh, this person might be throwing in the towel, which is the first one. We're doing a recap, throwing in the towel. You know, giving up. You're just you're done. Too much time. Too much energy. Just giving up. Then there's the my way of or the highway approach where, you know, people dig in their heels and they say, no, nope, I'm not budging. I'm keeping the house or I'm keeping the car. I'm keeping the tea mug. Whatever. The lemon. The lemon. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about the lemon metaphor. Yes. Oh, yes. And the other one was betting the farm on another relationship. And um, a lot of people just are afraid to be alone and jump from one relationship to another without understanding what went wrong without growing, without knowing their priorities and their values. So if, if you do this really close to your separation without allowing for time to transition into your new life, chances are that might, that might be a failed relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's go into the next three. Yeah. So we'll continue the list. And, and an important one here is wanting guarantees or certainties. So, you know, I guess like anything in life, Nothing certain, I guess, other than they say is death and taxes. Uh, right? Although taxes, I think, with a good accountant, you can avoid. Or you're like a shady <laughs> lawyer. Um, but in a divorce process, um, you know, to say that I need this guarantee or I am not signing anything or moving on without this certainty. Well, there's not many certainties in life. You've got to have uh, some capacity to allow yourself to grow or change. Um, so, you know, it, it, it might be a mistake such as, 
one side is trying to negotiate, I don't know, support payments that are affordable for both. But if somebody, you know, one side is stuck on one figure or what the law says, for example, and is not allowing for any flexibility, they want that certainty. Well, you know, that, that could be an issue. That, that can be an issue because the other side, you know, uh, might be stuck on the same certainty on the other side. So again, it's a two-way street coaching. Yes. Uh, even though we represent an individual, um, we don't. We try not to coach. We don't coach position-based. Again, we we coach interest-based. So, what are these guarantees and certainties you need? Why do you feel you need that? So, once you start asking these questions, it might just get down to the bottom line of, oh, I'm trying to get revenge. I mean, <laughs> maybe right. So. Um, that's a big one. Do you have anything to add on that one, Selena? Yeah, well, no, it's just that that people, it is such a scary process, right? You're, a lot of people feel like they're signing their life away or they're signing their future away and like, oh, these are going to be the support payments. But can you guarantee that I'm at least going to get this, but forever, like that number's not going to change, right? Or or then the schedule's not going to change, right? You're getting, I need to, I need a guarantee that the kids are going to be here every Christmas or, or whatever it is, right? So people mm. get really stuck and the reality is that there's no way of predicting the future. Like there's no way your ex might lose their job. Your ex might get sick. Your, there might be a pandemic. Things happen, right? And, and, and the only thing that's important is that when you're signing, right? And that's where lawyers can advise. If there are changes in your circumstances, there might be opportunity to review things later on, right? And that's why it's so important to get legal advice. But people tend to be very afraid of, of when they when that moment's there, okay, the agreement, yeah, we've negotiated, we spent all this time, it's there, but I just, some, I, I need certainty. I need a guarantee that this is going to be, so, so that's one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I always, I always caution people when it comes to certainty, mm-hmm. um, because when I'm evaluating fi- the financial side of a divorce agreement, like a, um, a separation okay. agreement, um, there's an option where you can get a lump sum mm-hmm. in spousal support, or you can get an ongoing payment, mm-hmm. right? And <clears throat> I, I always tell people there's pros and cons to both, right? Because if you get the lump sum, it's a lower number than what you get over time, right? Right, right. Um, but then that lump sum is is like you said, it's 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 a certainty, it's a guarantee. This right. is what you get, yes. right? But you don't get to kick the can a second time. Your partner goes out and starts with a, a job now they're making three times what they were making. You don't get to come back and say, I want more. Right. So I say there's always pros and cons to certainty if you're going to try to get it. Right. Yes. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. That's actually a good point, Darren. There's also, you know, many stories of, say, a marriage that breaks down for, say, a farm. So these people, you know, they, they have to divide these assets and then a wind farm comes along. And the person who kept the farm is all of a sudden making money in another way. So, again, there are risks on both sides, depending mm-hmm. on what how you're dividing assets even. And it's good for a coach to have that conversation. Right. Right. I think one of the one of the real, real benefits to the two of you working with clients <clears throat> is you bring an objective. Yes. Position. You're I'm here to help you. Yeah. I'm working for you. Yeah. So anything you're saying, the, per- the, the, the client already has a, a belief that you have their best interest, interest at heart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. W- which is hard when you're dealing with, I don't know, even sometimes like a little bit on the lawyer side, they're going to advocate for your side. 
But then you're always wondering, is it like, are they trying to instigate a fight? Are they trying to create a process that's going to be longer? I like the coaching side and, and, and the therapy side, because there's really no benefit to the person trying to like mislead you. Mm-hmm. Right? right. It's like, look, I'm just trying to give you what's in your best interest. Yeah. Yeah. We I mean the whole reason we are here is to 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 have value helping them. I mean, even if someone comes to us and says, I want three sessions, it's clear in our agreement. If we have one session, you don't like it, well, you get a full money refund. Mm -hmm. There's Mm no, you know, incentive here to monopolize anything. In fact, our goal is to get you moving forward, starting Mm -hmm. your life. And that's it. And we're just offering, like you said, it's a different perspective, right? right? Asking you questions. From our experience, from the research, we'll show you all the books we've read. (laughs) Right? Like we said, well, do you think this is happening because of this? Right? Like you said, sometimes a question can just spark the light bulb. Be like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about it. Right. So, So it's having that different perspective. I had a client the other day who was, you know, very angry, very frustrated with the mediation process. I'm not getting what I want. I'm not getting this and this and this and that and and fighting again. They were fighting over a lemon. <laughs> you have to listen to the previous podcast if you don't yes, know what that means. Lemon thing. Um, but yeah, but but at some point she was saying something that was extremely positive about her ex, something that had mm. happened. And I asked her, like, wow, did you acknowledge this with him? No, we're not even talking. And I'm like, well, you know, have you thought about perhaps sending a note thanking him for this? Uh, it was something about when they, they got together to tell the children they were getting a divorce. Mm, yes. Very impressed with the way that he had handled the situation and how he had mm. read books and consulted with a children's therapist. And apparently it went really well, despite them having this big mm. issue with the divorce yeah so just when i asked her that and and i said do you think this might diffuse conflict bring the conflict level down like understanding that you're seeing this right it's not all negative you're Mm -hmm. not all bad the divorce is not all bad also that perspective what is what is going well right yeah that went well so that may be a little stepping stone to our more successful efficient negotiations right when all of a sudden I see you. I hear you. You did this great. We have something in common now. We yeah. both want what's best for the children. It's right. very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful in getting people through the process. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, so that was. Uh, so, which one were we just talking about? Was that forgetting who, who the, forgetting the decision? No, hang on. No, we just did four. We crossed a few, I guess, yeah. indirectly. But the first one was wanting guarantees or certainty. Now we'll go into forgetting who decision makers are. So, yes. who are the decision makers in the divorce? I would say the two people divorcing. I mean, it should be. That sounds very simple, <laughs> but often uh, it could be due to fear unknown you get with a professional and you you go along for the ride and they're telling Mm -hmm. you you know here's what's coming up here's what you need to do here's what you're entitled to I don't know you know whatever the situation is when in fact you know whether you're the mother the father or I guess uh you know gay marriages both are the same um you know who's making these decisions well until it gets to a trial Mm -hmm. uh you are you know you can agree at any point to negotiate something uh you can agree to you know, uh, like the the orange or the lemon, you can divide, you can do that all on your own. So we really like clients to understand, you know, before you start letting other people make your decisions, because it gets long and tiring, you know, you make the decisions. So uh, let's start with that. And sometimes it comes to, again, just that one question. Yeah, you know, 
uh, here's the agreement. Yeah, my lawyer said or my financial planner said that this is, you know, what I can afford and this is it. And and yeah. And you're like, OK, and how do you feel about that? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I feel right about that. Right. I, I'm I'm doesn't feel right or it does feel right but then they're afraid to find their voice so so part of the role of the coach is also to empower this is your divorce is your future so it's kind of like the opposite of 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 throwing in the towel right the other extreme of of throwing in the towel is you can throw in the towel and let somebody you know just say whatever or you can forget that this is your decision and just go along like jake says going on on the right and letting the professionals make these calls for you. Oh yeah, this, no, you should, this is fair. You should do this, but maybe, maybe it's not, not every divorce is different, right? Not, there's no two divorces that are the exact same. The stories are different, the circumstances. So what works for a lot of people, and you might be the, the one in a million cases say, well, all that they say that this is the best for everyone, but what is your reality, your situation mm-hmm. good for you? Right. And it's not about us questioning every, thing in an agreement is about when a client raises a question or a concern it's us offering that perspective why is that making you feel that way why is it scary and again i think earlier in the process you do this i know i've heard darren talk before about people coming to him for advice at the last minute when they're going to sign an agreement and then you're obligated to point out some things Uh, (laughs) so it can get uh, difficult but in the end that person is the decision maker um so that's number five Mm -hmm. okay okay and six six is um you know not getting help and support from qualified resources so uh you know that could be as we've talked about the divorce team that could be an attorney a mediator a therapist a family doctor a yoga instructor you name it i mean uh, one thing coaching is effective for is it gets clients to put on paper what they need to work on or what their priorities are. So you've got a wheel, you know, that's divided up into your life. You got work, you have children, you might have church, you might have community, you know. So you might realize after looking at everything in your life, you need some help and support. You can't you can't get through all this on your own. So despite the fact, one thing you, you know, you might not be able to afford a lawyer. Okay. You know, so you can't afford a lawyer to be there the whole way. You're still going to have to work with your partner and coming up with an agreement that's enforceable. So, um, you know, there might be other options. We might direct them to, uh, you know, a mediator who can get this done for them in a more efficient way. Um, and I suppose a mediator would always suggest legal advice, independent legal advice for both. You know, you're not getting away from certain costs with the divorce if you want it done properly. Right. Um, it just minimizes risks and problems going into the future. And it also minimizes, yeah, minimizes conflict because a lot of times people are getting their advice from their loved ones. Yeah. That's a big one. My neighbor went through it and she says, I can keep the house. And she says, I should keep the car and the kids should live here. Mm. Or my mom says this, or, and these people are not doing this. It's not not maliciousness. Exactly. They they really want to help. And this is their experience, right? Like, but you don't know. And this is as coaches, what we tell that was their divorce journey. That's your divorce journey. There's no way that is exactly the same situation because yeah. you're different people. It's a different time. It's a different uh, cur- like current situation, uh, yeah. your family, your job, everything is different. So knowing where to get your advice from 
yeah, this person says that I should invest all of my pension. Who is this person? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's uh, my, my cousin because he works at a bank and he said I should invest everything. <laughs> so, right? Like who is giving you the advice? Who are you listening to? So yeah. I always, I, I always take my hat off when I leave the office because there's been times where I've been, you know, in a patio scene or a bar scene. Yes. And there's a conversation that starts in a gathering of people around me. And they're, st- they're doing exactly that. You know, oh, you got to fight for this, this, this. Darren, what do you think? Oh, no, no, no. I think you need to call me yeah, yeah, yeah. during working hours because I'm not getting into this. It's really the same in the mortgage world, right? So you'll get people go, well, my friend got 1.39% interest. Or my friend was able to do this. And I'm like, but I, but, but, but their situation is different. Like, do you know, do they have bad credit? Do they have good income? Do they have this? Do they have that? And it's like, all they see is somebody got this. So they want that. Right. right? Or maybe they didn't. And they told somebody they did. That's right. the big thing is yeah, you right. never know what the real truth is. Right. So, you know, and, and sometimes like, oh, well, it turns out that mom and dad bought the house and they're just borrowing it and they're just paying mom and dad back. You know what I mean? Like, it's just every situation is different yep. and nobody fully divulges. Well, are our situations exactly the same? Do you have good credit? Do you have a good income? Do you have a lot of debt? Do you have this? No, no, no. Oh, well, then they're not even remotely the same, right? So it's the same with a divorce, right? right? And people, different people are at play in those divorces, right? I think people mean well. I, like, I, I think in that situation, they mean well. It's just, yeah, it just, it, yeah. I think it creates a, another layer of challenge exactly. for all the professionals to kind of like debunk that stuff, right? right? So anyway. Right. I think that that's seeking <laughs> professional help in in the right places is the most important thing or one of the most important things in a divorce mm-hmm. yeah. right it may seem I agree. Even, even though it may seem like a lot like oh but i'm gonna be spending more money now no right it's it's having that changing yes. mindset yes you're gonna have efficient meetings yes shorter time in right. the long run yeah. you're saving money yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly you're more likely to get what you want yeah. So right. speaking of getting what you want, one of the things that you got, that you both focus on is co-parenting, right? With parents. Tell us a little bit about that yeah. process. What do you do in the co-parenting side that makes a difference? Well, a big issue, and, and this is part of, you know, we both had children, half children, and, and we had children while going through our divorces. So we saw how difficult this can be for the family unit, right? Like the children, like we explained in the previous episode, are going through their own transition. You are going through a transition and your former partner is going through a transition, right? Mm-hmm. So how can we make this work knowing that roughly is gonna take about three years for everybody to adapt to this change? The first year you're kind of testing things out. Oh, yeah. we had the agreement, we finished the mediation. Let's see, it's the first Christmas, the first, And then the second year comes around and you're like, okay, that kind of worked. Maybe this didn't work so well. There might be a bit of conflict because like I said, every divorce is different. So you make a few changes and the third year comes, okay, everybody's riding the wave now. Everybody, the kids are used to it. The schedule is set. Everything's fine. But um, I lost my train of thought. Well, the co-parenting. So (laughs) yeah, the co-parenting. A lot of times, a lot of times parents get... Uh, forget about the children in the mix, right? Right. They're yeah. so deep into the drama or so deep into their own transition 
which is completely fair, right? Like you're entitled to fear, sad, depressed, uh, anxious, angry, whatever feelings you're there, those are all valid. But you also, as a parent, have a responsibility mm-hmm. to work with this to two, three, whatever, how many children you have who did not choose. The children have no say in divorce when they're little. Yep. Absolutely no say. When they're older, you know, you can get their voices uh, heard in court if needed. But when they're little, they don't. So how can you, assuming you both love their children, and if you're both fighting for your children, it's because you both love them, right? Like that's, again, one thing you have in common, you both love your children. So that's the first thing we want to help parents realize. Yes, he cheated, or yes, he left, or she was mean, or she was abusive, whatever happened. You both love your children, and you both want to be a part of them. So you're separated. You're still a family. You live in two houses. You're still a family and you both need to provide for these children, emotional support, financial support, attention, everything. So we help with communication. We help with setting boundaries. And all of this slowly starts to shape a smooth transition because a lot of times people move out and then you have two homes, but nobody has set any boundaries. So then you have people just showing up and announce or the kids say, oh, I forgot this and going back. And you have a lot of added stress that you didn't think about. So as coaches, we help them know their priorities, know their values and determine what's important for you in this new chapter. Maybe for some people, they're amicable. Oh, I don't care if my ex drops in to see the kids take them to the park and you want that flexibility. That's great if it works for both of you. But what if one person wants that and the other person says, no, I don't want you near my house. Mm-hmm. And then that's, there you go. There's a reason for conflict. Oh, but you know, the kids, but they, I have, you know, they're my kids too. I want to take them. So we help setting boundaries and having healthy communication habits are key in a comparison relationship. And we can help with that. I have a master's in communication, actually. So, so that is why, you know, I, I brought in, and that is one of my specialties. I, I love helping people communicate. And you'll see, you know, yeah, because look, he, we've been texting for five days back and forth. And you see this long rants. Is this efficient? Yeah. Is this going anywhere? Is, yeah. there better, is there a better way for you guys to communicate than through WhatsApp? <laughs> you know? Yes. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And the word co-parenting, I mean that's ideal. I would say in any situation, anyone will tell you both parents can kind of manage and parent the kids the same. That's difficult though, because you've got two houses, you have no control, almost no control, but what happens in that other house? So a lot of people need to let go and say, okay, I trust that the other parents taking care of my kids, which in most cases, I'm sure they are. If not, I mean, involve the authorities, Um, but assume your children are doing well and a way to co-parent is, these boundaries you know let you know they might go to bed at 10 o'clock at the other parent's house and that bothers you and you want them in bed at eight well you're not going to get anywhere with that so co-parenting is really about trying to make decisions that are in the best interest of the children and and not just using that term how people use that way too loosely i think well and one of the things you know i think about is as as parents you know my husband and my styles are different Mm -hmm. And we're married, you know, and so I, you know, there's things that he'll do that I'd be like, why, why would you do that? But there's things that I do that he probably goes, why would you do that? So I can't imagine it getting easier when you separate, right? But yeah. the, the, the thing that sort of brings it back to me is we've managed to 
effectively parent our children. And so does that mean that they're going to stop being a good parent as soon as you leave the relationship? No, of course not. Yeah. Right? I, I think like they said, it's, it's the rules of engagement, right? Yeah. It, 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 and how you work together through it. You know, you have to be on the same page, right? Yeah. And, and you have to be able to take the emotional part of the hurt of divorce out of it. Yeah. And yeah. not use that as some, as a, as a way to get back. Yeah. And I see that. I see that like with some, some parents and I understand both their sides because I'll hear it from one client where the, the the parent will just show up unannounced Mm. to get something for the end. They'll do. And the one side is saying that he's doing it on purpose. Mm. He purposely left something here so he could come back and just jostle me. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I said, you need clarity on that around your, your co-parenting agreement. Right. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not a therapist <laughs> and I'm not a coach. So go see somebody about that. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to be either for that specific case. That's a boundary. And this happens in divorce a lot. If one person's wish is for the other partner not to show up unannounced, document that because yeah. Yeah. that's an important boundary, especially if your children aren't with you and you're doing I don't, adult things, whatever that means in your private life. And the kid walks into your house. Yeah. Who's that? going to be good for (laughs) my god you know i don't you know so there's a lot of importance there on setting boundaries it's not just about control like you said darren whether they did it purposely or not that's what that person might think why else are you showing up but and that's why we help as coaches we help the parents understand what is the impact of this particular action on the children Yeah. Forget about on purpose, not on purpose. He's an asshole. He lies, whatever it is. What yeah. is like, if you do this, what is that? What are your children going to think? Yeah, what it's all. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Good point. You know, I think we could keep talking, but we're looking at 25 Oh, we got 25 minutes? Yeah. So, well, we're going to have to leave the last part to another episode. Yeah, we're going to have to bring you guys back again because there's still <laughs> lots to talk about. The stigma of divorce, the, you know, I know you guys are working with businesses to help, you know, help businesses help people who are going, you know, their employees that are going through divorce. So there's still lots and lots and lots to talk about. We will get you back on the show. Um, you guys are also writing a book, I hear. Yeah, we have a couple of things in the go. Yeah, we do. We're, you know, we're putting a lot of effort into this. Uh, A lot of the effort is educating not only ourselves, but the community. And we feel there's some material missing right now in the divorce community. So yeah, we're putting together some projects. We're very excited about it. Looking forward to to hearing more about it. So we will have you back on the show. Um, Thank you both for joining us today. I can tell you are a dynamic duo. And, uh, you know, really, um, it, it makes... It, it feels good because Darren and I have always talked about um, we give away a lot, right? For us, it's it's not about what this does for us, but what we can do for others. It's always for us about give giving it away. away. Yeah. Give it away because that's what we need more of in this world. So you guys are right. Like I got goosebumps thinking about it. Like you guys are right on that path as well. So we really, really appreciate you guys. And thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you guys for spreading the word. I think it's very admirable. If you want to call it that, what you two do, I mentioned it before, you're both still married and you're helping with the divorce community and we need more people helping because it's a, it's a big, important thing in people's lives. So thank yeah, you. Still married to other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so Jake, uh, can you let everybody know how to get a hold of you online? Yeah. 
there, there's a the, the easiest way is probably go to our website. It's www.divorcemgt.com. So that's short for divorcemanagement.com. You'll find information there. You can have a free consultation. Uh, and again, don't be afraid to reach out if this isn't affordable for you. Our mission is to help people in need. Um, and uh, we have a couple scholarships every, I would say, six months available. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, to help out. So that's the best way. And yeah, we look forward to the next podcast with you guys. Excellent. And people can also uh, find out more about you on the Divorce Net website, listen to more of the podcasts and uh, read some of the blogs. Hopefully we'll get some blog posts posted to our site as well. So until next time, everybody, take care of yourselves, take care of the people around you, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. Divorcenet.ca, clear and simple divorce advice from trusted local professionals.